0: Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step by step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media. And exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today and then you get to join me on zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there and I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop.
1: You're listening to the Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business. And move one step closer to
0: creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Okay, people, here we are another week, another time to learn a thing or five. And I am so excited about this week's podcast episode because I am sharing with you the audio of a training I did with my students last week. And it's probably one of my favorite trainings and one of my favorite topics to talk about because it's all focused around goal setting and managing your mindset. And as more and more and more of you are saying to me, Kathleen, it is all about mindset, isn't it? Yes, it is, my friends. So, this week, we're going to be doing a deep dive, we're going to be focusing all in on how to set yourself up for success. And I am passing on to you one of my favorite Jedi mind tricks. And I can tell you right now, you're gonna think I'm a bit crazy. But trust me, when I tell you if you do this exercise, that I outline in this week's podcast, it's probably kind of gonna blow your mind, like your mind might actually be blown, it would explode, which would be a bummer, because then you couldn't listen to the next podcast. But that's okay, because you will have learned this Jedi mind trick. And understanding, recognizing and learning how to navigate use your brain to your advantage, and to know that learning how to manage your own mind is simply another skill to learn. There is nothing wrong with you. You are human and you have a human brain. And unfortunately, we grow up in a world and a traditional education system where we don't learn these things. And for 38 years, I literally walked around this beautiful planet, assuming Something was wrong with me. I assumed everybody else had figured it all out. And I was the one who was missing out on the things. But count yourself lucky because that, my friends, is not true. Learning how the human brain works is so incredibly powerful. It will change your life and it will definitely change your business. It's going to change how you manage your business. So in this week's podcast episode, I'm sharing with you a training that I did with my students to talk them through how to use the human brain to your advantage and very specifically sharing with you the ins and outs of how most often we as human beings like to revert to our past We like to look to our past to provide evidence of what's possible in the future. However, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because you're trying to accomplish something that you have never accomplished before. So when you are looking to the past as an indication to what's possible in your future, basically what you're going to create for yourself is just more of the same. When in actual fact, what you need to be thinking about, what we need to be doing is focusing in on what you want in your future and then finding a way to begin to believe that it is possible. And that's exactly what I talk you through this week. So this week, we're jumping all into the world of mindset. And I will tell you right now, the exercise that I suggest at the end of this training, you're going to be like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, but I'm just not going to do it, please. Please do it. Please take 10 minutes, five minutes and just do it because you're kind of going to appreciate the simplicity of it, but you're also going to kind of fall in love with it because I have head over heels, totally fallen in love with it. So, friends, enjoy this week's training. And if you want to get more deep dive training like these ones, All you need to do is sign up for my one on one coaching program because I do a specific training like this every single week. It's only available inside of my private membership and my private membership is only available to new one on one students. So there you go, my friends. Enjoy this week's episode. And as always, if you're listening to this and you're out walking the dog, if you're listening to this and you're in the studio, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. I want to see where you are tuning in from. And friends, enjoy the show. I want to wrap up
1: July because July has been all about goal setting, financial planning. And I want to talk you through what has been probably one of the most powerful but super simple. Like I will tell you this little exercise that you can do for yourself. I can guarantee right now it's going to sound a little bit crazy and you're going to just not do it. But I would tell you, if you do this, if you take the five minutes, 10 minutes and actually do this exercise, you're kind of going to blow your own mind. But I want to take this week and talk you through past versus future focus and understand what it means, what it's all about, how it's impacting the decisions that you're making as a human being and as a business owner. So literally, I think that this work can actually shift so much of your own thinking and really open your eyes to what's possible. And as so many as you, so so many as you, as so many of you have pointed out when you get into building a business is that you really understand that mindset is everything, right? And you've heard me tell this story before of, isn't it amazing how we go to school and we now have grown up as adults. And we have this amazing human brain, but nobody talks about how to actually use it. And that when your brain is left to operate on its own and operate by default, the way that it's programmed to operate, it is like a toddler wielding a knife. And so much of what we need to do as business owners is actually navigate being a human being, having a human brain and how that is going to impact our business. So if you think to yourself mindset is everything, it is true. But instead of kind of going, I don't know what to do about this. I want to talk you through some very simple ideas and what you can do about it. But the first thing I want to talk about is it's true that mindset mindset is everything. But what's even more powerful than that is actually understanding like how the human brain works, right? So the way that our brain is programmed to operate is that our brain operates like a conveyor belt, right? It literally offers up 60,000 sentences, 60,000 thoughts every single day. It takes a lot of energy and it takes calories to make all of that happen, but your brain is literally like, it's like relentless. In the fact that it's just going to keep offering up thoughts. It's just going to keep offering up thoughts. And so often those thoughts are actually your brain operating by default and holding you back from taking action. So anytime your brain is offering up a thought that's something like, I can't do this, I can't figure this out, there's no room for me in this industry, everybody else has already taken up space, it's too competitive, I can't charge that much. Like, I swear to you, more than 80% of the the thoughts that are in your brain are just thoughts, right? If you can start to become the watcher of what is happening in your brain and start to observe the 60,000 thoughts, you don't need to observe all of them, right? But those times where it feels quite poignant and those thoughts like these are just sentences running along a conveyor belt, this is just a thought, this is not a fact. So when you're thinking this idea, mindset is everything. The way that you can embrace your power, the way that you can actually show up and take back control of any situation, and I do mean any situation, is to know that so much of what your brain is offering up is just simply a thought. It is just simply a story. It is not actually a fact right? There are so many circumstances in our life that are just truly neutral, right? Like you could describe in a court of law, this fact of something that's happening. And it's like, okay, that's a fact. But so much of our own suffering is brought about from the fact that we are choosing to interpret it, we are choosing to think something about it in a way that does not help us. So the way to really embrace the fact the fact that your thinking and your mindset is everything is twofold. The first, the way that your brain operates is that something's going to happen. There's going to be a circumstance that is created. You're then going to have a thought about that circumstance. That thought creates a feeling in your body. That feeling is what drives all of your actions. And your actions then create a result. At the end of the day, your thinking drives all of your results. And the way that you can step into your power as a business owner is to understand that your brain, when left to its own devices, when left to its own thinking, literally is like a toddler wielding a knife. And by default, your brain is always gonna offer up thoughts to prevent you from taking action. Your brain wants you to just keep doing the same thing every single day. It is driven by efficiency. When you can become the watcher of the thoughts in your own brain and start to observe it, you can begin to look at your thinking more objectively. And when you can begin to look at your thinking more objectively, you can start to understand and delineate between fact and thought. And you can choose to think anything you want to think. At this moment in time, you can choose to decide whether COVID 19 and the gathering restrictions and the implications that it's had on your business is the best thing that's ever happened. You can also decide that as a result of COVID 19 and the circumstances and the impact that it might be having on social gathering and shutdowns in your location, it might be the worst thing that's ever happened. On paper, right? In a court of law, if we had 100 people standing around, all we can do is describe the circumstances. Everybody's going to have their own interpretation as to whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. And your interpretation of any circumstance and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing is always just your own thinking. So when we talk about the fact that mindset is everything, Know that one of the best things that you can do to manage your mindset is become the watcher of your thoughts. Become curious, right? Go in there with a magnifying glass, and I'll tell you, you're not going to find anything that's going to like, it's not like some big black hole where you're like, oh my God, if I go in there and think about my thinking, it's going to like ruin me. It's not true. It doesn't happen. You don't need to be fearful of this, right? You're just going to go in with a space of non judgment and curiosity. And go, this is interesting that this is the way that my brain is choosing to operate, right? Because your brain is just doing what it does. It's why we're here. It's how evolution has been allowed us to be like standing up mammals. So it's good, right? It's good that your brain operates the way that it does. And becoming the watcher of your thinking allows you to step back into your power. So today I wanna talk you through a very simple exercise that you can put in your arsenal as one of my favorite Jedi mind tricks, right? Literally. I cannot tell you how powerful the exercise is associated with today's training. I cannot. And it doesn't need to take a lot of time, it doesn't need to be some big effort, but I want to grant you permission and I want to encourage you to take 10, 15 minutes and just do this work. So, Today's training is all about bringing awareness to whether you're allowing yourself to stay focused on the past, or whether you're embracing the potential of your future, right? So I want to talk you through what each of these is all about, give you some details and some examples of what it looks like to be focused on your past, and how to set yourself up to focus on the future. It's very normal, right? Most humans walk around the planet looking to their past to provide evidence of what is possible in the future. And when you do that, when you look to the past to provide evidence of what's possible in the future, all you're going to do is continue to create the results that you have created in the past, right? Our brain is programmed right we're going out and we want to seek evidence to confirm our own beliefs so if we want to go out there and build a million dollar floral design business and we haven't done it yet your brain is looking for confirmation that doesn't yet exist so what it will do is like it's just going to keep looking back at past evidence and say well this is the only thing that's achievable right? If you did $100,000 worth of work last year, your brain is going to say, but that's the only thing that's achievable. If you did $20,000 worth of work last year, your brain's going to say, this is the only thing that's achievable, right? Versus literally like turning your head and looking to the future. And this week and in this this week's training, I want to talk you through precisely how you can do that. And it's way easier than you think, right? So When you're focused on the past, you look to the past and you seek evidence from your past behavior to determine for yourself what's possible in the future. Right? It's like you want the physical evidence to show you now to make you believe what's possible in the future. Right? And you think you need to have evidence now of the fact that what you're dreaming of is possible. Instead, right where you can shift your focus to the potential of the future identify precisely what it is that you want and then set yourself on a path to make that happen right it's literally like i like to envision it like turning your head right instead of looking behind you seeking out evidence to make you feel like you can are invincible and you're capable of anything now i want you to look ahead of you and envision what you want, envision what's possible, and then set a path to make that happen. One of the things that we tend to do when we're thinking about the past is we really get attached to anything that's happened in the past, and we like to connect our own personal self-worth, our own identity, and our own potential by whatever it is that we've done in the past, right? Like we use this as like a benchmark when in actual fact, the only thing that you need to do with your past is understand, oh, hey, so I went through all of these experiences. What did I learn? What mistakes, what hiccups, what challenges did I face along the way? What what can I learn from it? And how can I use it to my advantage in the future? The only helpful thing about your past is it is a teacher. Right? It's like you have this book. You have all these life experiences that you can refer to and you get to use it to provide inputs on how to approach things in the future. As opposed to what we do most often as humans, we will look to the past to define ourselves and more importantly, we'll look to the past to define and dictate what we can and cannot accomplish right? You're literally looking to the past to determine what's possible in the future. And you end up creating this cycle, right? And this idea and this notion of, well, I haven't, I never did it in the past, so it's not possible in the future. Right? So crazy. And a couple things to think about in the past and really understand is that you as a human right? You as a business owner, you as a woman, you as this like amazing being on the planet, you as a floral designer, you as a creative, you have a relationship with your past, right? You have a story associated with it, you have feelings associated with it, you have a relationship to specific incidences in the past, you have a relationship to your entire past, right? And so often, we're very attached to it, (laughs) right? When in actual fact, it's super helpful to know your past is done. It's over, right? Literally, it's done. Like, you woke up today and anything that's happened in your past is kind of irrelevant. What's done is done. It is impossible for us as humans to go back and revisit it and make it turn out any differently. It can't, right? We can't go back to the middle of March and be like, oh, you know, I wish that this hadn't happened, you know, March 19th, March 17th, whenever kind of the big changes happened wherever you are, you can't go back and change it. And there's no point in wishing it had ended differently. So I will encourage you to stop wasting time and stop wasting your energy wishing your past was different. Right? You could literally waste away days months, years of your life, wishing that your past was totally different. When in actual fact, you can decide right now, the past is the past. It's done. I don't need to spend any more energy on it. I don't need to argue with it. I don't need to wish it had turned out differently. It is what it is. And you can wake up today and totally decide, today, I'm going to focus on the future. Today, I'm going to set myself up to succeed. Today, we're going to move one step forward. It is possible to have like little to no attachment to anything that happened in the past. And when you think about your past, you can think about it from a much more productive space in terms of going, what can I learn from these situations? How can I make sure that I have learned as much from that circumstance, from that scenario, from that situation, and put a system or a process in place to make sure it doesn't happen again? right? Instead of beating yourself up over something that happened in the past and wasting energy and time now and preventing yourself from moving forward, right? Like it's really unproductive. I think about this a lot in terms of like angry customers, frustrated customers, customer complaints, angry brides, frustrated brides, brides who weren't happy with the way that things unraveled on the day, right? There's no point in me dwelling in that experience. There is benefit in me going, how do I set up a system to make sure that this never happens again? But there's no point in wishing that it had come out any differently. It is truly a waste of energy and it's a waste of time. So, when you start to shift your focus and move towards the future, and this idea of shifting, like literally turn your head, shift your perspective. And instead of looking to your past, you get to focus in on the future. You get to imagine what's possible and decide for yourself what it is that you really want. It is no longer necessary for you to look to the past for evidence of what's possible in the future. Instead, you get to decide right now, based on everything that you know and based on your intuition and what it is that you want, what you want your business to look like. Like quite literally, in a very functional sense, you could have for the past 12, 24, 72 months, been totally all in on large scale weddings, right? Maybe your average wedding booking is like 10,000 pounds, $20,000 right? Maybe up until this moment in time, up until the middle of March, that's exactly what your plan for your business was. The zombies arrived, COVID happened, circumstances have changed. It is irrelevant, right? It is absolutely irrelevant what you've done in the past. It's like you can take all the skills that you have, immediately pivot your business and go all in on something else, right? You can jump all in on the world of hosting workshops online. You could be getting into everyday flowers. You could be getting into wedding packages. You could just completely evolve your business. It is irrelevant, right? 100% irrelevant that up until March, your only business experience was large-scale weddings. Doesn't matter, right? Your customers are just there wanting you to solve a problem, right? Literally, all you need to do is be like, okay, so how do I need to pivot my offering? How do I need to market my business? Where are these customers hanging out? How do I need to present my business? How do I need to solve their problems? Right? Literally, you get to focus on the future instead of wasting energy wishing that things had turned out differently. And here's where the challenge comes in. Our good friend Thomas Jefferson. If you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. If you want to build a multi-million dollar floral design business, you must be willing to do things you've never done before. And in order to do things you've never done before, you must be willing to believe things you've never believed before. All of your actions are driven by how you feel and how you feel is driven 100% by what you're thinking. If you want to build a hugely successful and profitable floral design business, you need to believe it's possible. Once you believe that it's possible, you are going to feel compelled. You're going to feel motivated. You are going to take action from that space of motivation. And because you're taking action from that space of motivation and you believe that it's possible to build a hugely successful floral design business, the results that you're going to create for yourself is a hugely successful floral design business. If right now you are telling yourself, well, I haven't done this before, so I don't know if it's possible. Or you're telling yourself, oh, well, I only made $10,000 last year. I only made $40,000 last year. Well, I'm barely breaking even on my costs. That is your brain operating the way that it is programmed. As you know, that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. You just simply are a human and you have a human brain. Where the effort comes in is beginning to practice the thinking and believing that it is possible. Whatever your big, fat, hairy, audacious goals are, your job is to find a thoughts that feels true that you can believe that makes you feel confident and motivated so that you can show up to work every day from that space of confidence and motivation and take action as a confident and motivated business owner and the results that you're going to create for yourself is that you are going to make progress and begin to build the flower business of your dreams. So if you want to do something, sorry, if you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. And in order to do something you've never done, you need to feel compelled and you need to feel motivated and you need to find the thoughts that make you feel this way. And one of the best thoughts that I have ever landed on is reminding yourself and practicing the thought it is possible. It is possible for me to build a hugely successful floral design business. It is possible for me to thrive through the space of COVID. It is possible for 2020 to be the most profitable year in your business. It is possible. All you need to do is begin to believe in the possibility. Take action from that belief and you will blow your own mind what's really important to do and one of the exercises in this week's homework is i want you to give yourself permission and i am happy to pass along a official permission slip to define for yourself what do you really want if you have never sat down and allowed yourself to daydream and define for yourself what it is that you really want how do you expect to get there right like we kind of think Daydreaming is frivolous. We shouldn't do it. It's not helpful. When in actual fact, it's probably one of the most important jobs you can do as the visionary owner, CEO of your business. Do you have an answer to the question, in all your wildest hopes and dreams, what is your version of a hugely successful floral design business? How specific are you in that vision? Do you know what kinds of ingredients you wanna be working with? Do you know who your ideal customers are? Do you know how much money your business will turn over in a year? Do you know how much money you will be making personally? Do you know how big or how small your business and your staff and your team is? Do you know what your branding looks like and all of your wildest hopes and dreams? Do you have a crystal clear picture for yourself of what your dream business is? Have you ever sat down and allowed yourself to just think of the possibility of everything is possible? What is your dream version of your business? It's specific, right? This is not a space for judgment or criticism or even worrying about the how. This is like, what is your version of a dream business? What does it feel like to work in that business? How do you show up as that business owner? Literally, what does your day look like? What kind of work are you creating? So powerful. And I hugely encourage you to take the time and think about and daydream what does your ideal floral design business look like? Next, once you have identified what your version of an ideal business looks like, I want you to write it down. I want you to write down on a piece of paper, two pieces of paper, and I want you to give yourself and your brain permission to just go all in on thinking about what your dream business looks like. So the exercise in terms of daydreaming is part one of this week's work, right? I want you to sit down, pen and a piece of paper, and I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to think about if you could walk into your flower business today, right now, quite literally, what is your version of a dream business? Don't allow your brain to talk you into, but you can't do that. You don't know how. You can't do that here. You can't do that with your level of experience. You've always focused on this. You've always focused on that. Don't go there, right? The whole point of this first part of this exercise is just to articulate for yourself and get ideas out on paper in terms of what your version of a dream business actually looks like. Once you start to write this down, you're then going to ask me, okay, great. So I kind of have an idea or I do have an idea of exactly what my dream business looks like. How do I start to believe that it's possible, right? So this week's work is two parts. Part one, articulate what your dream is. Part two is what we're going to talk about next, right? And you know from the business masterclass and the first question I ask you and the last question I ask you, right? Week one, articulate for yourself the dream version of your business. Week eight, articulate for yourself your dream version of your business. You'll notice that it's going to change, which is good, right? Because you will have gotten into really embracing the fact that anything is possible. But part one of this week's work is daydream, right? Give yourself permission. It doesn't need to be a long time, right? You know intuitively what your dream vision of your business looks like. How big is your team? How much money are you bringing home personally? How much money is your Um, business turning over in the run of a year, what kind of clients are you working with, what kind of work are you creating, what is your brand like, what's your customer service like, what is it like to show up in that business, what is it like to be the CEO of that business? Now, part two for this week's work is going to answer the question, how? How do you start to believe that it is possible? So if we backtrack a little bit, right? And the first lesson from this week's training is all about understanding that you have a relationship with your past, becoming curious and aware of what your current relationship with your past is, right? It's very normal and there's nothing wrong with you if up until this point you have always looked to the past to dictate what's possible in the future. And... Understanding that you can sever ties and you can reevaluate and reset your relationship with your past right now. You don't need to look to your past to dictate what's possible in the future. Right? What's amazing is that because of social media, because of the interwebs, because of everybody in here, right? We know what's possible and we have examples of the fact that there are hugely successful floral designers who have already paved the way. Right? So it's very possible for you to actually go out and seek evidence outside of you to look at other business owners and go, Oh my gosh, it is possible. So that you can start to anchor the possibility against other people in a very helpful, productive way versus your own past experience. So that's main outtake number one. Number two is I want to give you permission to daydream, right? Close your eyes and think about what your ideal Business looks like. Just go all in. Think about how big your team is. Think about what it's like to show up at work. What are you wearing? How do you feel? What kind of work are you creating? How many hours are you working? How much money are you bringing home? How much money does your business turn over? Go all in and allow yourself to go there right now. And then write it down. Articulate it for yourself. Make it concrete. This doesn't need to be anything that anybody else even sees, right? Nobody's going to ask you to turn your homework in. You don't even need to show your sister. You don't need to show your mom. You don't need to show your partner. Just write it down for yourself. Get your brain to see that this is where you want to be going. This is what you want to be doing. Lay out your dream in as much detail as possible. Once you've done that, then the next thing I want you to do, and this is where this gets a little bit crazy, but I want you to trust me on this. I want you to envision a future version of yourself right? It could be 90 days from now, it could be one year from now, it could be 10 years from now. That future version of yourself, I want you to embody that version of her, and I want you to write a letter from your future version of you to your current version of you. And I know, you're going to be like, there's no way I'm doing that, Kathleen and i say that because i was so skeptical of this exercise right and i thought it had to be some like crazy like intense multi-page letter right you can keep this super simple i told myself when i did this exercise i'm just going to write one page i'm just going to do it right it's going what, what's the worst that can happen and oh my goodness it blew my mind so if you wants to blow your own mind you can literally do this in five minutes ten minutes right it's really important that you think about that future version of yourself and you write a letter to yourself now right in my case it's like future kathleen is writing a letter to current kathleen and talking very specifically about what we've accomplished how we feel where our life is at the decisions that we've made and what you are proud of right your future version of you talking to your present version of you. It can be super simple, right? This doesn't need to be like crazy long multi-page extravaganza. And again, this is not for anybody else's consumption. This is for you. I have provided for you guys just a little workbook so you can print this out and you can do the work inside this workbook. Again, as always, you can do it in a separate Google Doc. You can also do it in a notebook so pdf is linked in the post below download it print it use it as your own reference material i would highly recommend that you do this exercise right super super simple this week's work is only divided into two actual exercises right so number one daydream i want to give you permission and i want to tell you that this is part of your job this is work. Right? I know it might feel frivolous and it might feel like completely unnecessary, but I want you to just allow yourself for 10 minutes this week. Think about what your dream version of your business is. And I want you to write it down. Literally. Right? What kind of designs are you creating? What sorts of ingredients are you using? How much money do you make? Get into as much detail as possible. And I want to grant you full permission to go all in Do not allow your brain to offer up any obstacles. Do not stress about how you're going to get there. And do not allow that little voice in your head to talk you out of any of this. To tell you that it's not possible. Right? I just want you to do this homework. And I want you to sit down and allow yourself to daydream what your perfect, most amazing dream version of your business is. Write it down. And then I want you to envision your future self. Right? I want you to think about who you are, pick a time frame, right? At least ninety days from now, probably the longer the better. Twelve months from now, thirty six months from now, ten years from now. right? This whole idea of embody a future version of yourself who has accomplished that goal, and then write a letter to your current self. And I know that this sounds fucking nuts, but I would so hope. That you do this exercise because it's not complicated it's super simple but it is fucking powerful so write a letter from your future self to your current self and that future self is where you want to be and i want you to think about your future self giving your current self some advice and some guidance what would she tell you to stop doing right what would your future self tell your current self to stop doing what would your future self tell your current self to start doing And what other advice and guidance and love would she give you? I cannot tell you how powerful this exercise is. It's going to blow your mind. And don't think of it as some big long essay. It can be one page. It can be two pages. Just go with it. Do it. So I hope that this training is helpful. And I really, 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 really really wish for you to do this work. Because you're going to love it. And you know me. I wouldn't tell you to do something if I didn't think it was worthwhile. So when you're thinking about your relationship with your past, right, and we go back and we go, okay, one, you have a relationship with your past, right? It's really important to know that. Two, it's very normal for you to be and your brain to be looking to your past for evidence of what's possible in the future. But all you're going to do when you do that is just create more of what you've done in the past. So you need to shift your focus and shift your perspective and focus way more on the possibility of what you can do in the future rather than looking to the past for evidence. In order to do that, you need to know that in order to achieve something you've never achieved before, you need to do things you've never done before. In order to do things you've never done before, you need to believe things you've never believed before. And all you need to do right now is believe in the possibility. And the way that you begin to believe in the possibilities, you start to just practice that thought. I am believing in the possibility. And one of the best exercises you can go through is to actually sit down, articulate for yourself what the dream version of your business is. Get into detail, right? Allow yourself to go all in. And then think about who you are when you've achieved that, right? Whether that's a year from now, two years from now, 10 years from now. Write yourself a letter from the woman who has achieved that to who you are right now. Do it. Trust me. Keep it simple. Just do it once. It'll blow your mind. And then once you've gotten the first version out of your system, it's like, Oh my God, I want to do this like every week, every month, every year. Do it. Friends. I hope that that's helpful. Don't forget to sign up for your one-on-one sessions. Mm -hmm. And let's do this thing. As always, if you have any questions, send me a message here to help. Such amazing good stuff is going to come in August because we're going to talk all about navigating the world of wedding inquiries, right? We're going to do an update to that whole program and focus in on the world of wedding inquiries through the whole month of August, how to navigate the uncertainty of weddings and events in a world of COVID, gathering restrictions, shutdowns, opening up, all the back and forth of it. So good stuff. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you again next week.